0: Well, that's all I'm going to say about this exciting new feature coming soon to elliposa.com. That's E L E P O S A dot com. All right, now on to the episode. You are listening to the Ellie Posed podcast. My name is Diana, and today we have a special guest, Dr. Jen Dickens Massey. She's going to share with us how posture affects our emotions. But first, it's time for our listener shout out. So today's listener shout out goes to Cindy out of Louisville, Kentucky. She wrote, awesome. Thank you. Well, you are so welcome, Cindy. I'm really glad you've enjoyed the podcast and thank you for listening. I hope you're doing well and I wish you all the best. All right. Well, let's dive in with Dr. Jen Dickens Massey. Awesome, Jen, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I'm really looking forward to talking to you about this topic because I know we both are actually really passionate about it.
1: Well, thanks for having me. Um, I love listening to your podcast.
0: Right. All right. Well, so why don't you start us off with some of your observations with just how the body and the mind are
1: connected? Honestly, this is something that I think about on a daily basis because I work at a nursing home, and uh, there are some really challenging. Um, emotional things that my patients and their families and my coworkers are having to go through because it's a lot of end of life and you you combine that with decreased mobility and and things like that and and then they're sitting in wheelchairs um they're sitting in hospital beds because of you know broken bones and and surgeries and things of that nature yeah. um, and so that further causes that forward pull so their yeah. heads are forward their necks are forward their chest is forward you know, it's kind of a, a spiraling thing. Their posturing goes down, their depression goes up. You can see it not just with the, uh, the elderly population that I work with, but with anybody. You see that when when your shoulders are rounded and they come forward, your chest closes off yeah. um, and, and your head kind of slumps down. That's that's what we think of as kind of a depressed posturing. Right, absolutely. Um, and then you think of somebody who's the polar opposite of that. They've got a really confident posturing their mm-hmm. chest is open their shoulders are back, mm-hmm. their head is up and proud and um, I mean we, we really we see this every day not just in, in the nursing home but anywhere yeah. um, how closely related your your mood and your physical posturing are. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's really unique that I've noticed over the years is how we can come at that from both angles. So you can, when you're sad, you slump, right. and when you're happy and confident, you stand up with better posture. Mm-hmm. Well, you can come at it from the other angle too. And if you are sad and you try to assume that better posturing, you really can, in a way, trick your brain into having a, a better attitude yeah. just by um, faking it till you make it, if you will. Right. I mean, you really can trick your brain into yeah. into having a better attitude just by changing your posturing so right. that's a, a good a good life hack it if
0: is. you will it's um, really amazing so do you have um some ways that we can influence our emotions with our body and posture intentionally
1: absolutely so in addition to you know your, your typical proud posturing where your chest is open your head mm-hmm. is raised up Uh, One of my favorite things, and I I teach this in my community class. I actually have a class called Posture Repair where we're working on this. Mm -hmm. And the first thing I start every class with is smiling produces endorphins. Those are those happy hormones that we want pulsing through our body because Mm -hmm. they make us feel joyful, and that's where we want to live. Um, So the first one, it sounds really cheesy, but it is 100% supported by the research. Smiling produces endorphins. So the first thing is just to smile. Um, And another really good one that I start all my classes with is that people who sing throughout the day are significantly less stressed than those who don't and uh again again love it's it. it sounds cheesy but uh, it really is true, and I promise you, I practice what I preach. If you ever come visit me at the nursing home, 90% of the time I am walking around singing, and people look at me like I'm a little bit crazy, but it's, it's contagious. It's infectious, yeah. and yeah. people see someone smiling and singing and standing up proud and, and energetic, mm-hmm. and it makes them feel that way too, and you notice the, the tone in the room, changes when someone comes in with that posturing and I promise you I am living proof of that I have have seen uh you know a room where it feels kind of solemn and I walk in and I'm smiling and singing and and being my you know bright self Uh and and it just changes the entire tone of the room just by changing my posturing and and putting a smile on yeah. That's so cool. It's, it sounds too good to be true, but I, I promise you there is a lot of research to, to support yeah. that.
0: And absolutely. And even just with the sounding part of it, too, right? The singing and the exercising, isn't that part of For what sure. that's provoking?
1: Absolutely. So, not only the vibrations of your vocal cords, mm-hmm. there's a, a lot of research out there about vibration and and attitude um you think about a gong in a yoga class or the tuning fork and and things of that nature um but also the fact that your vocal cords are muscles and we know that exercise releases endorphins too so singing and smiling are exercising we don't traditionally think of it that way but it really is you're exercising your vocal cords and your facial muscles and your diaphragm too when you're singing Public service announcement, sing and smile. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. That's something we can do in the car.
1: Absolutely. And
0: by yourself and Yeah.
1: yeah. Sing in right the in. shower. Yep. Sing walking into work. Sing at work. <laughs> yeah,
0: absolutely. So we know that stress is often stored in our muscles as tension. Do you have anything you recommend to people uh, just to help them
1: relieve or counter this? Absolutely, and I totally agree with that. So I see again at the nursing home, Mm -hmm. but also in my, my daily practice with friends and family, when someone is stressed or anxious or sad the first thing that happens is their shoulders raise up to their ears mm-hmm. start to notice this in yourself if there's you know if you've got a big test coming up that you're studying for mm-hmm. your posturing changes those shoulders raise up to your ears mm-hmm. and uh, the muscle that's responsible for that is your upper trapezius so mm-hmm. one really easy thing to do is to stretch that muscle um, it's a pretty quick and easy stretch. You can Google it or um, just, you know, tilting your head to the side, pulling your shoulder away from your head, and you'll nice. get a nice big pull uh, right at the, the the base of your neck and over onto the top of your shoulder. Yes. And it feels really, really good. Yeah. And hold it for about 30 seconds. So that's a, quick, 30 seconds? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. that's a quick, easy thing that you can do, stretch that upper trap. Um, another thing that I feel like is really underutilized and under under disgust mm-hmm. is deep breathing. Okay. So we've got two uh, two nervous systems. We've got your sympathetic nervous system, which is your fight or flight, right? That's mm-hmm. those quick, rapid breaths. You know, uh, you're, you're uh, getting chased by a bear or you're having to fight off a mugger, right? right? Um, and we need those really rapid breaths because we need to oxygenate our muscles so that we can get out of whatever dangerous situation we're facing. Right. But that's not, uh, that's not the, the state that we need to live in, right? Absolutely. Um, because cortisol is pumping through our body, yeah. and that increases belly fat and all kinds of uh, issues in our body that we just don't need to stay with. Right. Um, so then the other system is your parasympathetic system, and that's your rest and digest, your relaxed breathing. Okay. So just like with the posturing that you can change it one direction or the other it's the same with the breathing so if you if you start with those slow controlled deep breaths Mm -hmm. you can truly change the hormones that are pumping through your body and switch back over to that parasympathetic rest Mm -hmm. and digest situation so just slowing down and deepening your breath can can help to make you less anxious so whether you're just having a good day anyway and have those naturally slow, calm breaths, mm-hmm. or whether you're forcing yourself to focus on those slow, controlled, deep breaths. Right. Um, your body doesn't know one way or the other. Either yeah. way, those slow, controlled breaths are going to help keep you in that rest and digest, relaxed situation, which is that that homeostasis that our body wants to live in. Those are our hormones that we we like to... to stay in throughout good. most of our day unless we're getting chased by a bear right. exactly. <laughs> uh, another really good thing to mention is is just sleep mm-hmm. so when we're tired everything is worse yeah. um, you're more likely to be anxious mm-hmm. you're more likely to have pain yeah. um, your muscles are more likely to tense up and guard which again is going to add to your pain mm-hmm. so having a really good night's sleep um, absolutely is going to change the way that you move, which yeah. is going to change the way that you feel. Mm-hmm. So you start
0: being tense and tighter and you hurt, and that affects your
1: mood, and it's harder to snap
0: out of that, oh my gosh, I feel horrible it is. cycle. Then you add in the you know, less and less sleep because you're becoming more and more anxious. It's absolutely. like the cycle just... And repeat and grow and grow and just
1: snapping out of that cycle is, is challenging. It's very, very challenging. Yeah. And even knowing the the smiling and, and singing technique, yeah. it can be really, really hard to convince yourself to do it because right. initially it feels very disingenuous. Right. You know, if you're having a crummy day, mm-hmm. you don't feel like singing and right. smiling. Right. But if you can really convince yourself to do it, yeah. there is so much power in it. I live it every day. There are a lot of really, really sad things that that we um, that we have to help patients through on a daily yeah. basis um, and it's sometimes hard to convince yourself to to snap out of it um, mm-hmm. but it's worth it when you can when you can convince yourself to do it and uh, having that good posturing is a is a step in the right direction as well. Right.
0: Dr. Jen, do you have anything as far as like a routine that somebody who's really struggling with anxiety or depression just some body posturing they could do that you would recommend like maybe um, I know smiling in the mirror is a really good one but are there other things that people can do just to help break that cycle once it's started because so many of us as you know we live in such a, a body posturing wise such a negative state of hunching our shoulders just because of technology as you know we hunch naturally and our neck hurts and we have all of this. So to break that cycle, are there things that you recommend we could do on a regular basis?
1: For sure. Yeah. Um, being aware of it is the first thing. Okay. So having a mirror, like you said, is a really, really great habit to be in. Um, I do this every morning. I start with Affirmations. So I look in the mirror and just looking at yourself in the mirror makes you want to stand up straighter because Mm. you can see you have that biofeedback of looking at yourself and you can see if you're slumped and it doesn't look good. It's Mm. not attractive even looking at yourself. So you automatically stand up taller. For me personally, I automatically smile because I'm about to give myself a pep talk. And I say those affirmations to myself in the mirror with a smile and I try my hardest to mean every one of them. I tell myself that I'm awesome, that I'm smart enough, that I'm good enough, and gosh darn it, people like me. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, just having your shoulders, in general, down. Most of us live with those shoulders up to our ears. Like I said before, anxiety, depression, pain, all of those things close off our neck and pull our shoulders up to our ear. So starting to be aware of that and give Mm -hmm. yourself a posture check every hour. Set an alarm on your phone every hour. Posture check. Are my shoulders down and back? Because they want to raise up and they want to come forward because of everything in our culture. Driving. Smartphones, reading, computers, everything pulls us forward. Homework, whatever it is, everything pulls us forward. So give yourself a a posture check every hour. Mm -hmm. Make sure those shoulders are down and back and that your head is resting on top of everything else, right? Mm -hmm. We have that tendency for our head to come forward. And I'll tell you, the average head weighs 8 to 12 pounds, Mm -hmm. and then it's an extra 15 pounds of force on your lower cervical spine, which is at the at the base of your neck. Okay. For every one inch of forward head motion, it's an extra fifteen pounds of force right there. Wow. So just by by having your head placed on top of your body, yeah. um, you can start to correct those things, and you'll notice that your mood improves mm-hmm. just by being in a better position. Yeah. You're less likely to injure yourself, therefore you're less likely to have pain. And if we're not in as much pain, we're automatically going to be a little bit happier. Well, happy, yeah. It's hard to be happy Absolutely. when you're when you're you know, in increasing the amount of exercise that you're doing, we all know that exercise helps to, to increase your mood, right? Yeah. It, it increases endorphins, those happy hormones. Mm-hmm. Um, there's tons of research out there about exercise decreasing depression. Um, it's just, it's important. We all know that we need to exercise. Um, but you and I have discussed in the past too that sometimes it's hard to motivate yourself to exercise. Exercise Mm -hmm. is not fun for everybody. So uh, for me personally, I've never been one to spend a ton of time in the gym or anything like that. Um, And exercise needs to be something that's meaningful and fun for you or you're not going to keep doing it. So uh, one of the things for me, I like to dance whether it's at my house or, you know, out with friends. Mm -hmm. But finding some sort of exercise that makes you feel good and you'll notice that you automatically start to have better posturing just by doing something that you enjoy. And when you finish with your exercise routine, Strike a proud pose. So stand with your chest up and open. Pull your arms back like you're standing on the edge of the Titanic because they've actually done research to show using brain mapping that that position right there lights up the same centers in your brain responsible for feelings of pride. So if you're ever feeling low in your confidence, strike that proud pose and you can truly have a have a change in, in the way you're feeling about yourself. And especially when it comes to exercise, you need to be proud of yourself for taking that step in the right direction. Another really good exercise hack that I found is something called the Tabata Method. So it's high intensity interval training. It's a type of um, exercise that's a, a quick, biggest bang for your buck. So the routine that I do in the morning, since I, uh, I tend to be very busy and overbooked, um, it's a four-minute exercise routine. Okay. And you do 20 seconds on as high of an intensity as you can. Mm-hmm. So I'll do jumping jacks full out as hard as I can for 20 seconds. Okay. And then I'll rest for 10 seconds. And then I'll do squats as many as I can, as deep as I can for 20 seconds, and rest for 10 seconds then I'll do burpees. And I do this for four minutes. So it's eight exercises, 20 seconds on, 10 seconds off for four minutes. And by the end of it, I am sweating. My heart rate is up. I'm listening to music. So I'm already smiling and singing. And I'll be honest with you, I feel great afterwards. And that's four minutes. Who can honestly say they don't have four minutes in their day to do something for your health? Mm -hmm. And your mood is going to improve because you'll you'll feel better because of the endorphins and because you're healthier. And we know that when we're healthier, we're happier. Some people don't like working out in the morning. Some people are more in the afternoon. The main mm-hmm. thing is that you're getting a little bit of movement. Um, if you don't want to call it exercise because that's intimidating, that's totally fine. Start with those affirmations in the morning with good posture mm-hmm. and um, start to see your your life change just by having better posturing, you're less likely to injure your neck, your shoulders, your back just by moving in a better way. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the research really does support that working out and, and even little bits of exercise in the morning can help to reset those cortisol levels, right? Okay. That's, that, that's one of those main stress hormones right. that we get when we exercise or when we're running from a bear. Um, but doing just a little bit, even that four-minute Tabato exercise yeah. in the morning can help to reset those cortisol levels so that they're highest in the morning and then uh-huh. they taper off. As the day goes on so that when it's time to go to sleep, you're not having cortisol pumping through right. your body and yeah. making you really energetic and making it harder to go to sleep. Right. So that's that's my main thing is even if you can only get in four minutes of exercise, start off with those four minutes uh, in front of the mirror telling yourself how awesome you are with yeah. good posturing yeah. and a smile. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> shoulders back and down and yeah. head stacked above the shoulders, right? That's right. Nice that's and straight. right. That's awesome. So what are some of the projects that you're
1: working on right now? Well, as I mentioned before, I've got a community wellness class. I've mm-hmm. called it Posture Repair. It's about restoring the balance between muscle length and muscle tension um, because our muscles and bones are pulley systems and they really want that balance uh-huh. in order for things to move Correctly. So, Proper Body Mechanics um, and Injury Reduction, honestly. Um, that's been a community class that I've been passionately sharing around town. And now I'm going to launch the online version of this class starting in November Yay. because I really want to spread this information with, uh, with as many people as I can. So, I'm really excited about sharing that in November You can find me on Facebook at Genergy for Life or Instagram or on my website, genergyforlife.com, and uh, the course will be up in November. Yay!
0: And all of that's going to be in the show notes. So if you are interested in pre-enrolling in uh, the Genergy for Life school, you can find that information there.
1: So do you think you can smile too much? I don't think so. Um, I... In the PT world, we have exercises that we call non-lethal dose exercises, nice. and what so that like means, that. right? Yeah. So that's that's your endurance muscles that are okay. really, really supposed to be able to go all day long. Yeah. Um, and I feel like I am living proof of this. I smile for at least seventy-five percent of my day, nice. um, and I just have really strong cheek muscles. <laughs> I mean it's it's one of those things it's a muscle like anything else. Yeah. You can train it now that that being said, you can I'm sure you could have an overuse injury but right. um I haven't yet over the last 30 years so That's funny yeah.
0: Smile as much as we want. And it counts as exercise.
1: It totally does. Yeah. Absolutely. Your facial muscles are muscles. Mm-hmm. Your vocal cords are muscles. Mm-hmm. And therefore, you're going to be releasing endorphins just by using those muscles. Isn't that that is good news. That's wonderful good news. Good news. Because
0: when we think about exercise, we you know get that dread of, oh, i got to go get my clothes on That's and right. go to the gym. But why we call it working out instead of funning out yeah when you when you think of it that way, it's like yeah smiling is and singing is a form of exercise that helps with the same benefits as far as changing our mood goes. Mm-hmm. maybe we're not burning all those calories, but right. we're still getting that benefit exactly
1: yeah. yeah and and there there is a difference between you know exercise for for health and longevity versus exercise for for weight loss right. um and for me personally i I just I want my muscles to be strong enough that I can carry on and and feel good and happy about life.
0: (laughs) Right, exactly. And I feel that's where I'm at too, kind of. Not wanting to prep for a marathon, which is great for people who do, but for me Mm -hmm. right now in this phase, I just want to be healthy I want to feel good and then have that extra benefit of having a positive sunny disposition Absolutely. from from exercise it, and knowing that yeah. smiling and singing counts and we'll do the same thing. I mean, I love that. Dance. Yes. And, and
1: dancing too. Dancing,
0: and dancing. Yeah. There's a
1: whole lot of research out there about dancing and, and yeah. the, the positive benefits that it has too. And I tell you, the research does not say you have to be a good dancer right. in order for those benefits to right or a good singer. You do not have right. to have a good pitch. Right. Others do not have to enjoy your singing or dancing. Um Fine. but really I mean you can you can sneak exercise in anywhere. Um yeah. some other little hacks that I have. Um if you're waiting in line, you can do calf raises. So you're at the grocery store, you're holding on to your buggy, just practice some calf raises. Practice some squats. <laughs> Do some, uh, do some glute squeezes. Squeeze your cheeks together. I mean, it's you, you've got muscles all over your body, and yeah. and anytime you're using them, it's it's winning. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I think you mentioned. Butt squeezes while sitting. This is good for people who are sitting all the time. Oh, yeah,
1: absolutely. <laughs> There's And, you know, that that's a course that I want to eventually add uh, to my posture repair program is all sitting exercises. Nice. Because so many of us have to sit for our jobs, for schools. Yeah. Um, but totally, you can absolutely do your glute squeezes. All you're doing is literally squeezing your butt as tightly as you can for a wow. few seconds and then relax. Do 20 of those, and my goodness, you will start to feel it. Feel the burn. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. Do your upper trap stretch, pulling your head away from your shoulder, uh-huh. and do your uh, shoulder pinches. Pull them down and back. And uh, and you've already done some really great things for your posture and your mood. Wow,
0: that's awesome. Thank you so much. It's been so much fun. This so was a blast. Eh? I love this topic, mind-body connection. Mm-hmm. So, Jen, tell us about what you
1: have coming up soon. I we'll have a really exciting community class coming up. It's a free class. On October twelfth at the Fountains at Gateway from nine a.m. to ten a.m. and this will be my posture repair class where we're working on body mechanics, how to safely move with decreased risk for injury, and absolutely we're going to be working on posture and improving your your mood and energy levels. So this will be a really fun class out at the Fountains. And then I've got my online course that I'm going to be launching in November because I really wanted to spread this information. This is my public service announcement I want to share this information with as many people as I can so I figured taking it online would help me to spread that reach a little bit more so that absolutely. class is going to be launched in November so we are pre-enrolling for that now and I'm really excited about moving forward with it yeah it
0: sounds wonderful I can't wait you said that is pre-enrolling now yes and then classes start November 10th so
1: it's need to hop the on online it. classes yeah. absolutely yeah. we're going to do it as a journey because I've noticed with my own personal wellness journey mm-hmm. that if I do it alone it's just not sustainable for me. Yeah. There are some people that are very self-motivated and can absolutely do things on their own, yeah. but for me personally, I am a uh, I am a social animal <laughs> and I I do so much better when I have someone to hold me accountable yeah. and I know that so many others are And I wanted to have a community, not just in our local community, but a community of wellness-minded people that just need a little bit of guidance on how to get started, how to do it safely. Because they don't want to get injured and have to go see a physical therapist. So I'm really excited that we're going to be starting that together November 10th. We're going to all be moving on that journey together, going through the posture repair class as a group.
0: All right, Dr. Jen. Thank you so much for coming and sharing all of your knowledge with us on the Ellie Post podcast. Thank you so much. Of course. I had a great time. I really enjoyed it. Thank you for having me.